we're streaming on both platforms. All right. Welcome back to me and Darren's sports talk show from half court, where we talk more than just basketball. Uh, today, we're going to be breaking down Jorge Masvidal, and we're going to be doing more NFL team free agency discussions. Uh, so let's get right into it. So a little background on Jorge Masvidal. Darren, are you there or are you frozen? I'm here. I know my connection looks like it just keep going in and out, but I'm here. Hold, hold, hold on. Because you were straight frozen on my screen. I bet you were frozen the whole time. All right, here we go. <laughs> So um, let's do a little bit of background on Jorge Masvidal. Um, for those who don't know, Jorge Masvidal uh, used to be, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? A backyard street fighter. Uh, if you know who Kimbo Slice is uh, and the backyard fights back in the day, Jorge Masvidal grew up, went through like the same scene uh, to get on. He was doing backyard fights and he eventually uh, found like an MMA gym. Found MMA, started doing MMA, became a professional. And for like the longest time in the MMA slash UFC, his UFC career, he was kind of considered a journeyman. He was kind of had an up and down record. He was always very talented, but he never really caught on until, let's say, 2018, 2019, 2019, 2020, something like that. Then he was just white hot after he went on this run when he knocked out Darren Till. Then he had the crazy uh, knee knockout of Ben Askren, which went crazy viral. Uh, then he fought Nate Diaz. He knocked out Nate Diaz. So when he was on that run, he was probably easily one of the biggest names in the sport. Uh, so people, that's how people really know who Jorge is. As far as fighting style goes, he's a... Um, he takes a boxing style to his fights, but he still has solid body kicks. I really, he has solid body kicks to kind of trap his opponent from, uh, getting away specifically. Um, when you see them get, you see him pressure his opponent against the cage. So if they try to slip out body kick, can't go nowhere. So that's, a, that's one of the big moves that I've noticed from him. Um, he has really great boxing combinations. Uh, at one point, I, I don't forget who has said it, but they said he was uh one of the best, had the best boxing hands in the sport. I don't know if I agree with that fully, but he was he's definitely like top five, um, hands in the sport, just pure boxing. Um, do you, do you, do you, I know you've seen Jorge fight before. Um, you have any questions about him? Um, I, I don't think you've ever seen Jorge win though. Is that true? I don't remember seeing him fight. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. He sounds familiar, but I don't remember seeing him fight. Okay. Um, well, it should be a really exciting fight on, uh, on Saturday. Uh, so let's, let's explore a little bit of his ways to victory Kobe as people know is a high is a very high level wrestler with a lot of pace um I've I've been seeing a lot of footage from uh Jorge this week showing that he's been uh for his training camp he's brought in uh, a couple wrestlers to help work on his wrestling and get his wrestling there 
I was listening to one of his wrestling coaches break down Kobe, and what he said was, Kobe is, is a really good wrestler and a high-level wrestler, but what he uses is his pace, and that's what tires people out, and he can just use his strength to, uh, to dominate them and put a lot of pressure on them from the top. He said, but Kobe's not really super technical from like the uh, and like an American wrestling standpoint. So he was trying to make Jorge's wrestling game more technical and more technically sound. So when Colby shoots for those takedowns, he'll be able to deny him, keep stay on his feet, and piece Colby up. Because I do not believe Colby wants to stand with Jorge Masvidal for more than a minute in this fight. If Colby stands for Jorge for more than a minute in this fight, he's probably getting touched up and tagged. And he might not go out because Colby does have a pretty decent chin. He's a pretty tough guy. But it, it might be an ugly fight. It might get ugly early. So, keys to victory. Stay on your feet. Every key to victory from a striker versus wrestling, stay on your feet and piece him up from the um, from the outside. Pick him apart with your straights, your jabs, your uh, roundhouse kick to the body. You want to you keep a decent distance and play a, have a kickboxing match. You keep, if you keep it a kickboxing match, you win this fight. Not easy. No, definitely not easy at all, especially against a high-level wrestler who's going to be constantly in your face pressuring you. Not easy at all. Not easy at all. MMA leans towards, like, the ground game, if you ask me. I know it, it has, like, all elements of fighting, but MMA kind of leans towards, like, ground game, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, and stuff like that. I why, think so. What? Why do you think that? Just for I just think watching the it leans toward it. I just think it leans towards it. But like, there's more. You have, more, you have more like a Yeah, it seems like more people that's in the sport are either wrestlers who has a really crazy wrestling background or, or a jujitsu background. Mm-hmm. You don't really see many boxers going into MMA. Mm. You got people who are just good strikers who go into MMA. They're not really boxers. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I I actually find it very fascinating, uh, of people's approaches of getting to the UFC, because uh my my roommate who's also a big UFC fan said this one day. He said, uh, we were watching one of the old school fights from like back in the mid two thousands. He said, that's back when uh, they just got a bunch a couple white dudes to fight in the UFC. Just went to a bar and got a couple white dudes to fight. Basically, what he's saying is. That's back before we had specialists in specific art forms. Like now we have specific, uh, like uh, Izzy. He's a, a kickboxing specialist. He was an elite kickboxer that transitioned to the UFC. Uh, to your point about wrestlers, we have a lot of Olympic level wrestlers. DC, Henry Cejudo, Yoro Romero, that were uh, in the Olympics, trained their whole life as wrestlers, then made the transition to the UFC. It's really hard for you. Really, don't see high-level boxers, uh, except for recently with the um, with the quote, the greatest woman of all time, make transition have have a decent boxing career. Then make a transition to the UFC. Because uh, tell me if I'm wrong. If you're having a boxing career, usually the, those those careers, if you're trying to have like a decent one, or you're you're probably going to fight till you're thirty, so twenty-eight maybe. So I mean, if you're if then you're going to try to make a transition to MMA that late into your career, it's just going to be a hard transition to do that late in life. 
I think that's very much the obvious reason, but the very much more obvious reason is if I'm right, there's more money in boxing for a boxer in possible impossibility. Like if you're wait who got two losses on your record, you got a chance that you possibly fight for the championship and make a good amount of money, win or lose. Conor McGregor came and fought Floyd Mayweather in boxing and got money than I think he's ever gotten in MMA at the time. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about now, but at the time. I think it's just more money. You know, if I'm a boxer and I spent my whole life boxing, I'm not about to have somebody try to go after my legs and I'm making less money. Right, right, definitely. It, makes sense. And, it just doesn't make sense. And, uh, when, I'm, when I'm speaking about that, I'm talking about like professional boxers who uh, consider themselves pros, got to a decent level uh, in the sport. Um, but you, I wouldn't you, even what, do that. I'm just talking. Well, because the reason I amateur. say that is because you, I, we have seen amateur boxers make the transition, maybe because they couldn't get on in boxing for for whatever reason. Uh, Cody Garbrandt comes to comes to my head. Um, Holly Holmes comes to my head. Francis Nagano comes to my head. They tried to be boxers for whatever reason. It didn't work out. They found MMA. And it just it just worked out for them, and they were able to make that transition, and be successful for the most part. Strikers in the sport. I think you froze again, dog. I'm just I'm just cooking with grease right now. All right, I'm gonna wait for Darren for a second to see if he comes back. I'm just gonna disconnect him. That's probably the best case scenario. And he'll just jump right back in. Um, let's pull him up. All right, we'll just wait for Darren. We'll just wait for Darren. Okay, yep, Darren's back. Um, I forget exactly what part I left off on. But um I was just talking we we're just talking about specialists. I was talking about specialists in the sport and how that changed the sport from just a bunch of tough white guys to actual athletes. And I think that really had a big impact on the sport. And I was talking about Olympic athletes, Izzy being an elite striker and so forth and so on. But yes, yeah, so so um, did you hear my takes about uh, I was talk- we we're talking about I was talking about the amateur boxers that try to become boxers but then get that high so they made it to MMA. Uh, no, but that makes sense. Yeah, that so makes sense. But you're probably of- still not the you're probably still not the best at that sport, right? Well, so here's here's the thing. I'm gonna give you a couple of names that came in my head. I think Cody Garbrandt. Uh, I think champion. I think. Uh, Holly Holmes, she became champion, and uh, Francis Nagano. All three were tried to be amateur boxers for whatever reason, converted over, and actually had successful careers. 
being dominant strikers in the sport. Well, there you go. Maybe amateurs got a chance. Hopefully, but yeah, bro. Yeah. I think I think you there's if you it's just hard to have like a whole career. It, unfortunately, um, I forget I forget her name. Hold on, let me. Calista Shields. Unfortunately, Calista Shields. I think she's like one and one now, and you in the MMA. I'm really following her career. I really do hope she has a successful UFC career. Um, and and she's still boxing too. She's still defending her boxing titles too, which I think is really dope. She's too sporting it like a Dion and Bo Jackson. So I think that's really dope, and I'm really looking forward to her career as well. All right. Um, do you have any more questions about Jorge, the fight this weekend, anything like what that? What fight did I watch of Masvidal? Because I feel like I did see a fight of him. I just don't remember who so, he I'm thinking you either – you had to watch – did you watch him? You never watched him? You didn't watch him fight Kamara either times? I would have to see what he looks like. You said Kamara? Kamara Usman, yeah. Yeah, I've, no, okay, now, yep. I've, now this sounds familiar. Yep, I've seen him fight. Yeah, definitely. Yep, definitely. Did you, did you watch? Have you seen both times? Uh, First time, he was just grappling him against the cage and stomping on his feet. Not, I'm not literally not even joking. And the second time, he actually knocked him out cold. Yep. Second time. I don't, I don't can't remember for sure. Okay. But, uh, yep, that should be a great fight this weekend. Uh, we're going to be breaking down Colby tomorrow. Um, We're going to be breaking down Colby tomorrow, so make sure you tune in for that. Um, and let's move on to our next segment. While we're transitioning to the next segment, I do want to give a shout out to the Arnold that is downtown in Columbus this weekend. Y'all down there, be safe. And if you're competing, go out there and win. That's actually really dope. Uh, my brother used to compete in the Arnold when we were younger. I've never been down there. Out of all the times I've been in Columbus, I've just never been there. But I th- you should like at least once. It's it's pretty cool. It's really interesting. God, you will enjoy yourself. They have amateur uh, boxing. They have all types of uh, fighting disciplines. Uh, I that's think pretty much the reason. That's pretty much the reason I will go. Yeah, I think you'll like it. All right. Um. Uh, I'm ready when you are. I'm ready. You got any more NFL teams? Absolutely. Let's get it. I just have a hard time remembering who we spoke about yesterday. So if we already spoke about him, we'll just skip him. But go. See, I remember Tampa, Chris Godwin. I remember the Bears. Okay. Carson Wentz. Indianapolis. Bro, here's the thing, Darren. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I know yesterday I told you we they sh- everybody should be just be getting rid of players. And I felt like I was saying that people should be getting rid of people too much. But damn, dog, I think they should get rid of Carson Wentz too. I think they could get younger at quarterback. So, But also, here's my thing. Uh, and I want to have a, a small discussion about this. Why can't you get Oh, the connection's going bad. Darnie. Repeat what you just said because you roboted. You just got kind of roboted. Why can't you get younger at quarterback and still keep cars going? So here's my thing. Uh, here's what I want to have the discussion with. This, this quarterback class is not that highly rated coming into it. But the this next class in 2023 has a ton of quarterback talent. It's, it's also yeah. CJ Stroud's class. So how can what, you keep... so my question is 
should some of these teams like the Colts, maybe the Steelers, and some of the other teams that need a quarterback, if they can't get like one of these top guys, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, would it be smart just to wait and try to get a quarterback from the next class? Or that doesn't that... answer my question. That doesn't answer my question with Carson Wentz. You said well, they my... should get rid of Carson Wentz and get a young quarterback. But here's my, my thing, thing is they if there's if this isn't if you wait in for 2023, your answer changes and you keep Carson Wentz, right? Not necessarily, right? And who are you going to have for the 2022 season if you're going to wait for a quarterback and not have Carson Wentz? I see what you're saying. He's still probably best case scenario. And he has a great relationship with the coach. So they probably will keep him. But, um,. If the if the if the Colts here's my thing, bro. If the Colts don't make the playoffs next year, everybody needs to be fired. Blow up the whole thing. Keep John Taylor, keep DeForest Buckner. Blow up every blow up the whole thing. Just start trading people for picks. You need like a different something. You're wild. You're wild. You're a wild man. You're a wild man. You can't miss the playoffs two years in rows like that. They shouldn't have missed the playoffs this past year, but that was Carson Wentz. That wasn't coaching. That wasn't Jonathan Taylor. That was coach. Carson Wentz. Maybe COVID, but Carson Wentz. So I'm going to answer your question. To answer your question, yes, they should keep Carson Wentz. Uh, just from this standpoint, uh, it's really hard to find. It's going to be really hard to find a better quarterback in free agency or go with a rookie right now. When there's, I think you should just wait for the 2023 draft class. All right. Keep Carson Wentz. Okay. Uh,. Mm. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Do you think they should trade him? I got. I got to see his age real quick. You got to see what his age. He's thirty three. If you can get a first round pick for Russell Wilson, you should trade him in a heartbeat. But I don't know if I don't know what like what they're trying to trade them for. That's wild. That's just wild. So a team should trade their first round pick to get Russell Wilson. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Seattle should try to get a first round pick for Russell Wilson. If they can get a first round pick for Russell Wilson, somebody willing to do that, they should do it in a heartbeat. You know, no team is going to want to do that because they know Carson. They know Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle. Why would they give him first round pick if they know he wants out? Right, right. I uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, I, I think it's a lot to ask for, and I think that you should be able to get him cheaper than the first round pick. But I think that's I don't I don't if I'm Seattle. I don't want to trade that nigga for less than a first round pick. I know it's a lot, but I feel like I'm getting screwed if I don't if I trade him for less than a first round pick. If Unless you you're getting player, like multiple seconds. So let's just say if somebody like the Indianapolis calls call and they're like, yo, we'll give you a second round pick in Carson Lynch. Who thinks Seattle should take that? You get a British quarterback and you got a second round pick. What year? This year? 
Sure. Yes, care. I'll do that. See? First round pick is not all you need, man. It's really not all you need. Sometimes you just need compensation back. Uh, I think you froze on me again, dog. The right type of compensation, even if it is a quarterback, is very questionable. Um, there's a running back out there about to get paid. Oh, did I ask Saquon Barkley last time? No. Saquon Barkley. Barkley needs to run his way out of New York. I, I don't. No, we're not goes. talking about Saquon Barkley. We're talking about what should the Giants do with Saquon? Oh. What? Are we talking about from like a? Are we talking about from like a moral standpoint, or are we, are we talking about from like a business standpoint? From a business standpoint, if you're the Giants and you're in, you have this team. Are we? Are we thinking morally? Because morally, it's bad disgusting. offensive line. Daniel Jones, good receiving core, really good. You breaking up? You breaking up? All right, say it one more time. You you you're off. Can you disconnect and reconnect for me real quick? <laughs> All right. Um Saquon Barkley. They it's disgusting what the New York Giants have done with Saquon Barkley's career so far. It's disgusting. The only thing That's I can wild. compare it to is um I, I low-key forget his name, so I probably, probably should make the reference. But there used to be this really good pitcher for uh, for the Seattle Mariners. He was good every single year. He was, but he would always end the season like uh, with like a sixteen to sixteen, twelve and twelve record, five hundred record, because his team never scored him points on offensively. But he would be have like a one point oh ERA. I feel like that's Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants. I feel like this nigga is playing his ass off every single week. He's and still not answering the question. I'm just taking the long way to it. I think Saquon Barkley plays his ass off every single week, and he gets no freaking help. The New York Giants should trade Saquon Barkley morally. They should trade Saquon Barkley to save his career. Because tra- I don't know what Saquon Barkley's career is anymore. He's a running back, bro. He could be out the league in two years. Why would you trade him if he's a running back and you know he doesn't have I, crazy value? That, that, that doesn't crazy make. Value. I would trade him for like all the cows and pigs, the whole farm. But you said for a moral. You didn't say for pigs. You didn't say for that. Oh, well, I'm saying morally, they ruined his career, so they should get let him get out of New York. From a business standpoint, they should trade him for our the at the biggest best deal in NFL history. Either they should okay. trade him for all the cows and pigs of somebody else's farm. He's a running back. What are you talking about? No, no disrespect to running backs, but you are tripping. And he's already paid. as much as they can out of him. Just like it's like a you ever had like a wet rag, and you got most of the water out, but there's still like a little bit left, and you got folded in half to get it to help get it like a better grip to get the water out. You gotta squeeze, Darren. You gotta squeeze all that water out. You gotta get as much as you can out of Saquon Barkley. I agree that you should uh, trade him, but um, nah, I think we're in totally two different camps of why. 
Because you but, know what we're approaching on? Uh, who was that running back that ran for like 2,000 yards for the Cowboys? Then they got rid of him for Zeke. DeMarco Murray. Come on, bro. That's what, that's what territory two, we're approaching. Those are two different stories, though. I don't get why we are playing. I understand I said Saquon Barkley, but the Giants don't protect our quarterback. Why do we think they're going to protect our running back? And I, that actually makes that actually makes a lot of sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. I don't trust the Giants. He needs to get out of New York. I never did. But but here's the thing, bro. I watched. I had Saquon on my fantasy team, so I watched a decent amount of Giants football this year. I I swear, every time that man touched the ball, he wouldn't go anywhere. He'd just be running into the back of his line or running into like a defensive lineman or something. But as soon as that uh D Burker guy came in, ten yards. 10 yards, 10 yards. I'm like, bro, what is going on? Different styles of runner, man. Different styles of runner. Uh, let me think of somebody else really quick. I got one for you. Go ahead. Uh, this is a little more uh, mainstream, but should the Cardinals trade Kyler Murray? No, they should pay him. Cliff Kingsbury just got extended, so I know he's about to get paid. Um follow-up question on that i've i've been seeing the cardinals take a lot of shit for losing in the first round of the playoffs mm-hmm. um me personally i have the cardinals that was my prediction to go to the super bowl from the nfc um at the beginning of the year um and i had them winning their division as well do you think they should be getting as much hate as they are from getting from the media and who do you think should be taking that hate? Because I've seen Stephen A. Been ki- has been killing Cliff Kingsbury these past couple uh, weeks. And people have been killing no, Tyler. I don't go off what the media say, first off. Nobody deserves to be killing that team for no reason. Y'all had some crazy kill, like some crazy expectations if you thought that team was going to win that division. I didn't. I, I didn't have the Cardinals winning that division. Did they surprise me at the beginning of the year? Yeah. But Tyler gets hit. He gets hurt. D-Hop had, got hurt. Okay. Plain, plain and simple. You don't blame it on nobody. Uh, we could probably we got like three minutes left. We could probably do like two more. Mm. What do you think San Francisco should do with Jeremy Garoppolo? Uh, I, I would trade him for as many first round picks as I can get. Whoever wants to give me the most first round picks, that's who I'm trading him to. I don't know why you think people are just going to give first-round picks for these quarterbacks that are aging. Even though I like Jimmy G, unlike other people. Would you trade? Would you rather trade Trey Lance then and get more first-round? I wouldn't picks? trade. I would not trade trade either one of them. Trey Lance is not ready to play. I'm here to say it first. As much as I like him, he's not ready to play yet. And Jimmy Garoppolo is ready to play, and he knows that offense. And you have a winning record when Jimmy Garoppolo is out there. So how do we know he's not re- based on he just what what are you why are you saying he's not ready to play? Did you see him play this? 
Yeah, but Darren, he's gonna have like a whole off season to get ready. I feel if I feel if you said that after training camp, after preseason games, you're like, okay, Jimmy G's definitely the guy. Not saying they should be competing for the job, but if you said Jimmy G's definitely the guy, we're gonna have Trey sit a, a whole another year. I can see that. But the season just ended. I think you should at least wait for like training camp, preseason. The question was, what do you progress. do with Jimmy? The question was, what do you do with Jimmy G? And you said trade him for his most for as many first round picks as you can. And now you're saying make that trade, even if the kid you don't know if the kid will be rating by next year. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm okay. saying, uh. We, 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 I'm saying you got to get, let the kid least progress, let the, let them get better over the off season before you get, before you say, oh, let's just go with Jimmy G. Let's see his progress. Let's see how much better he got. At what point That's are what you I'm trying saying. to trade Jimmy G? I'm trying to trade Jimmy G right now, but I don't that think does... you should. What? If you're trying to trade him right now and that doesn't do nothing besides leave you with a, a quarterback that you don't know he's good or not. Yeah, but we're gonna put like all these crazy pieces around him. And first of you all, already Aaron, have crazy I, I, pieces around him. To, you don't trade up to the four spot wherever they draft him at. Three and, and like not go with this nigga. That's my thing. Well, like when are you gonna bet on this nigga? We're going Aaron Rodgers him and not let him play till he's like twenty five. He's twenty one. Yeah, bro. All you need is a year to sit. If you're not ready after a year to sit, like what what, what are we doing? So when is Trey Lance going to be an NFL quarterback? When Jimmy G retires? When he's ready. He's not ready. That's my whole point. He's not ready right now. I think this is a very old school approach to um, developing a quarterback. You are beyond wrong. You are beyond wrong. They have Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Fred Warner, and Jimmy Ward. They have Raheem Mostert coming back off injury, Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Kittle. This and the best left tackle in football. This is a win now football team. This isn't throw the quarterback in and figure out if you can get somewhere with them. What are you talking about, Rob? That don't make no sense. So you don't think they're going to trade Jimmy G this offseason? I don't think they should. You don't think they should trade Jimmy G? Absolutely not. I feel what you're saying, but if you really think Trey Lance is who he thinks he is, he needs to get real game reps. I'm not worried about thinking about somebody. I'm not doing that. Aaron Rodgers became Aaron Rodgers after sitting two years underneath Brett Favre. Patrick Mahomes had a year underneath Alex Smith, but he also played like three or four years in college. This guy played one year in college, missed another year because of COVID, I think. And only played like 12 games or 16 games, 15 games or something like that in college. He had like 17 starts. So this goes back in to general, my point. including including the NFL. This goes back to my point. Then why draft him if you're never if you're not going to be playing him like ever? Like when are you going to play this dude? Two years? He's down not the line, ready. Years down the line? He's not ready. So this what, is, at what point do you say, okay, this guy's not ready, and we're just going to move on from him and cut him from our football team? You don't do Are that. Ever going to do that? Did, Who did, said did, do did that? Let him work. Like that's what I'm saying. Is he going to get a chance to like show his shit, or does he have to Absolutely. literally pop off in practice? 
He got two chances this year. He wasn't ready. He'll get more like a rookie. This is next year. Hopefully, he'll be ready. Not one rookie quarterback play had a great season. The best one was probably Mac Jones, and that and and they played like they played to his uh, weaknesses. They played around his weaknesses per se. They played to his strengths. I kind of look at it differently because when I when I say that, I I think of that game where he only threw three passes. That's into his strengths. It was a monsoon. It was windy. He doesn't have a strong arm. That's playing to your strengths. Hand off the no, ball. No, 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 no. You, you miss what you understand what I'm saying. We're we're on the same page, but you're playing to your team's strengths, but you're playing around his weaknesses. Does that make sense? Are we playing for the team in the offense, or are we playing for quarterback? The way they play, the way he called plays this season, it sounded like they were playing for the the quarterback. Not not to the extent like they're Ooh. playing through the quarterback, but Ooh. they're 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 limited by him being a rookie and stuff. He's still really Who good. Are you, are, are you talking about Trey Lance or are you talking about Mac Jones? I'm talking about Mac Jones right now. I I, I just disagree with you. I just disagree with you. And none of these rookies had good seasons because none of their coaches put them in good positions. Urban Meyer got fired. That whole situation in Jacksonville was a shit show. The Bears, we started off the season. Why is Justin Fields not starting? So he didn't have in-game reps, and he caught COVID. Zach Wilson got hurt, like a big injury that he missed significant time. So he didn't have time to learn. So you froze again. I, I don't know. I don't know. Getting back to this, I think you let Trey Lance sit mm-hmm. until he's ready, until he gets a full grasp of that offense. It's not an easy offense. Uh, so you just keep Jimmy G until Trey Lance is ready, basically. Yep, same thing you did with Brett Favre. All right. All right. Um, think, so let's wrap up. Uh, let, let me change the background so we can wrap up. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for uh, watching the. Damn, I fucked up. All right, thank you guys for watching episode nine of From Half Court with me and Darren. Uh, we try to do this every weekday around noon, so make sure you tune in to watch us live, or you can catch our. Um, we're going to post a stream later today to watch it, so you can watch it like that too. Yeah. So see you guys tomorrow. Peace out. Peach, I'll stay up.